say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. We are back with another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Uh, you know. Do I? Good, bad? What's going on? Oh, I'm just I'm just a sleepy boy again. You're tired. We had scheduling conflicts. <clears throat> we worked it out. We're still here, ready to go. Yeah, it's my fault. Sorry about that. It's okay. These conflicts don't turn to real conflicts. There's a bug in here. Hate that. Um, you know, we understand not a regular thing. No one's fucking anyone else. We're good. Yeah, it's just once in a while this you get into a series and you don't want to stop watching. You watch the next episode and then all of a sudden it's 5 a.m. and you're supposed to do a podcast at 9 a.m. and it's hard. You were up to 5 a.m. That's insane. I couldn't ever imagine. I can't I couldn't imagine that right now. Yeah, I think Tika and I both like to stay up real late and we uh we we influence each other in that way sometimes. And yeah, like last night we're up at like I don't know, it's probably like two. I'm like, I gotta go to bed early tonight. <laughs> at two, I said that. You mentioned that at two AM, yeah. Yeah. I gotta go to bed pretty soon. Pretty soon. Oh, okay. That's too funny. So I see you're at the pool hall. Um before we started recording, there was two random people just uh standing in the background watching me and Kyle talking to me. And I felt very uncomfortable. From those people halfway mm. across the world that I'll never meet. Didn't like what kind of people were they? I didn't I didn't see him. You know more about him than I do. They were just people. I saw them. One had crutches, one was just like in a t-shirt. I think they just got out of the pool, maybe, or were outside. But they were just grilling me, and I did not like it whatsoever. Hmm. Well, if it makes you feel better, I was actually on a different uh tab. So they couldn't see you. Oh, good. So they were just yeah. creeping on you hard. Yep. Huh. Well, and I was basically unaware of him. I kind of, I kind of heard him in the background, but I didn't really. Yeah. Um. So how's everything going? You're still. Where are you again? Remind me. Bangkok and me. Bangkok. Okay. So how much longer do you have in Bangkok? I think nine days. Nine days, and then you're Rhode Island bound. That's right. Yep. Nine days. Oh, you're gonna get here when I'm on my cruise, but. You're going to be here for a bit, right? That's the idea. Yeah, a little bit. Speaking of, I am so excited for this goddamn vacation. Like, just 10 days, no work. It's going to be the most fabulous thing ever. Is that the best part of it? You're feeling sick about work right now? Yeah, I just need, like, a break. You know, you start getting to a point where you're just burnt out. It's just, I need a, I need a break. Hmm. Get away, turn the brain off. I don't have to worry about chores. I don't have to worry about feeding myself. It's all done for me. And boy, is it. Uh, I'm going to lose all the progress what a wonderful that thing I've that made. Is. Yeah, I'm going to lose all the progress I've made, too. That's been in my head this whole time. Like, should I keep doing keto on the cruise? And it's like, the other part of me is saying, fuck that, dude. Yeah. You're going to deny yourself of all the great things you can get on a cruise because you want to do keto for another week? Yeah, it's just not going to happen. No, fuck that, dude. Especially because I'm already thinking. Because I can kind of remember my cruises. Oh, there's I want, so if I, much. If fun. I want it to be keto, 
what options would I have? Because you were just about to say, well, there's so much food. That's true. But do they make any food keto? You, you would you would have very few options, I think. I just eat all the protein. That's it. Give me eggs. Give me steak. Give me chicken. Meanwhile, you'd be looking at other people having oh, everything dude. else. And here's the thing. I'm like fantasizing about bread now. I had a dream that I yeah. had that I broke the keto diet. Yeah. And in this dream, this sounds ridiculous, but it was like French fries with like sour cream, bacon, all like just loaded fries, some ridiculous fucking concoction. And I had dreams that I was eating it thinking it was keto. And then realizing after that fries weren't keto, I went, oh, wait a minute. Mm, yep. And it was the, a nightmare. The classic, and the I classic felt so fell guilty. off the wagon dream. Yeah. yeah. I, did, I did not like it. I did not like it one bit. Actually, my mom and I referenced cruises uh, last time we talked to the phone, which is like a few days ago, and I forget why. But we were laughing because my sister and I took our gluttony to comedic levels on the last cruise I was on. Oh, yeah. yeah where we were. Cause, because my mom likes food, too. But but Kristen and I were really kind of pushing the envelope, I would say. We were, we were getting risque. Get your money's worth. <laughs> Yeah, we would have uh, – so uh, there, on the cruises, there's these dinners for anyone unaware, for all you plebs out there. Yeah. Um, there's the – there's basically a buffet, which is open damn near all the time. You can go there whenever you want. The Windjammer. There... That's that's what it's called on Royal Caribbean, the Windjammer. Okay, there you go. I'm getting that tattooed um, on my fucking forearm, dude. I love that place. That makes sense. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so good. That, then in addition to that, you've got the 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 kind of fancier restaurant that you go to uh, for dinner. I don't I don't maybe they have it for breakfast. I don't know, but it's so the buffet is open all the time. Then that restaurant is open sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got a couple other restaurants that are open, whatever. And there's something that you also, can pay for. Yes, yes, there are there are other restaurants you can pay for. I'm stepping all over you. Sorry, it's okay. But then, and this is my sister and I's favorite part, there's at least one or two uh, kind of kiosks or something like that. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Like, we had Gordon Ramsay's burgers or something. Maybe Guy, F- Guy Fieri's oh, burgers. Yeah, dude. They have, yeah, they have the Windjammer. They have, you know, or whatever the fucking buffet room is on that specific cruise line. They have, like, the restaurants you go for at night for dinner. And then they have other stuff throughout the ship that you can go to. This one has an all-you-can-eat Mexican restaurant. That's nice. That's a problem. That sounds good. That's a problem. Well, but this can, one like... I'm talking about, just, yeah. just let me finish this real quick. Yeah, yeah. They, the, the big one is a burger station and then a pizza station. So you go and you just make your own burger, make your own pizza. And my sister and I would have pre-dinner burgers and post-dinner pizzas almost every night. <laughs> so we were, the number of meals we were consuming per day was, was, was really shameful. And yeah. I hope the same for you. Yeah. The last cruise I went on, I say it as a joke, but I also think it's kind of serious. I don't think I've recovered like weight wise since that cruise. <laughs> like I just haven't bounced back like at those fancy places like, you know, for the dinner, it's already paid for. You can get whatever you want, literally anything. So like I would get my appetizer, I'd get my salad and then there would always be like a protein dish, but there would also be a pasta dish. So I would get the protein dish and the pasta dish, eat both at dinner. 
Oh yeah, my sister was doing that too. Yeah, she, oh, she had dude. no problem getting as many as because yeah. they, they don't care. They they really they yeah. encourage you actually. Yeah, like they, please they, eat they, this. Oh, have as many as you want. Yeah, yeah, that's the move. But like, like I said, I'm still recovering, and I think this. I just want to make sure this doesn't set me back too much. I'm remembering one thing from one cruise. I think I've been on three or four, and it's so gluttonous and such a vague memory that i'm not even sure if it's real anymore but you're clouded by the calories i am clouded by the calories and the 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 really weird thing is that these cruises are all kind of the same even even the different companies they kind of do the same thing but this one thing is so strange and unique it was called the chocoholics buffet or something like that and it was at like midnight or like late at night and it wasn't in a restaurant. Maybe I dreamed this. <laughs> yeah, this is all made up. We have to look I just this remember, up. I just remember late at night, like lines of people, because everybody was excited about it, out the doors. And it just, they had like a chocolate fondue and cakes and everything chocolate. Um, it's called Chocoholic Buffet. Maybe. That, that might be right. Yeah. I, I don't remember which cruise line it was on. Um. I'm looking it up now. I don't think it's going well, though, because I can't see. Yeah, I'm also. Oh, NCL Chocoholics Buffet on Norwegian. That's it. That's it. We we took Norwegian. That's it. Wow. All right. Go on. This is real. Not a dream. Yeah. Well, that that's the idea. You you wake up late at night, get a shit ton of chocolate, and then go back to your room. So <laughs> as far as uh, ruining your diet goes, yeah. And not getting back on track. That's that's how that could happen. That's the key, getting back on track. But it's a difficult season. I've got Thanksgiving coming up. I've got Christmas coming up. I've got to, you know, be smart in between those periods because I can really end this year on a negative note if I want to. It's right there for the taking. Yeah, well. Yeah, but... Uh, who cares, right? Yeah, that's the attitude I have in my head. Like, who cares? And also, stop looking like you do. Is this mm. constant battle I'm having? But I'm still three. I think three or three weeks, maybe four weeks keto now. That's a long time. And what? What's it? Uh, what's the check in? I feel like I started yesterday. Like it's gone by real quick. Surprisingly, hmm. um, I'm down like 17 or 18 pounds now. Very nice. Not from the keto, but that was from like the exercise. Like I'm counting this weight because I didn't weigh myself before I started the diet. I'm counting this from when I first started exercising and taking things seriously again. So um, 18 pounds, 17 pounds since then. Feeling good, but still wanting more gone like very much so probably more than when i first started do you have that regret for not starting sooner or no i'm not letting that get to me i mean that's something that'll be in my head like why did you let yourself get this to this point so that's that that'll always be in my head but it's not a constant thing i'm thinking about it's just a don't stop until you're where you want to be type deal now yeah, I always get that pretty hard because I'm not on that path right now. But whenever I do get on that path, 
and then I start to see some weight loss, that's when I really realize how much weight I have to lose. Yeah. That's depressing. Yeah, no, it's the worst because you're like, oh, I look better, but still bad. Well, yeah. I've, I've lost this much <laughs> weight and I still look this bad. Not good. Yeah. And that's when I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but that's when I always kind of what the fuck was that? What's behind me right now? Nothing. I don't know. I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. Mm. That was well, someone there creeping, but they're gone now. I, I'm just I don't want to look behind me. Mm. Um. Oh, yeah, but uh, when so many people make really stupid comments about themselves, like, oh, I think I have 10 pounds to lose. And it's like, bitch, you got 60 pounds to lose. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes the other way, too, where people will mean? say, oh, I need to lose like 30 pounds. And people are like, don't you think that's a little much? I don't think you need to lose that much. But there, it, it, it depends on what you're going for. But I think people are almost never wrong. When they go, when they're going higher, because the, the idea is um, lose as much weight as you want. Nobody really cares if yeah. you only lose twenty or whatever. But if you, what what is your goal? And most people are probably they've got the idea in their mind of the the swimsuit model on the cover of whatever magazine. And if they're going to do that, it's going to be a lot more weight than they think usually. Yeah, I just want to look okay. I know I'm never going to be the guy with abs. Not again. I'm 31. It's not happening. That's so sad, dude. That could definitely happen if you wanted it to. Yeah, but I I know in my head that I don't want it to because I don't want to deprive myself of things that I love, which is Mm. food. I know that because I've been there before. I know what it takes to attain it, and I'm not willing to do that. It's not a I'm not capable. It's a no thanks. Yeah, that reminds me of the chicken smoothie. I've been drinking. Yeah, I saw that snap. I got grossed out. Or what? It was on Instagram. How did that taste? And it was blueberry chicken yogurt. What's that? Well, the funny thing is, I did it by accident. Um, a couple of days before that, because the shit. And I've I've even mentioned the chicken smoothie on here before, haven't I? In, yeah, in your buddy that does it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so weird. Yeah. But um, I go to the gym I go to right now. They they have a vending machine with all these protein drinks in it, and uh, I'm not. Most of it's written in Thai, like the, the 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 label. So all I really see is the grams of protein and the the flavor. So I don't know. I think the day before that I picked tea, uh, Thai tea. And thai tea is just kind of like I don't know how to describe it. Kind of tea flavored, sweet, brown. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Does, yeah. Yeah. And I was drinking it. This is a few days ago. I, I drank it and it tastes a little bit weird. A little bit weird. Like, okay, but a little bit weird and, and not great. And I guess you expect that from protein drinks. Yeah. Not not always, though, because some of them are just really sweet and whatever. But this one was like, just so that it, and it's all the, the, the texture was chalky, a little bit chalky, like it. Yeah, that I feel makes like sense I have something too, stuck in my teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that one, and then the next day, um, uh, I'm back at the vending machine, and I'm taking a little bit closer of a look, and I just see one of them says "chicken smoothie." I say what? Chicken smoothie? And I look closer, and I realize the one I bought the day before was also a chicken smoothie. And Ooh. I'm a little bit grossed out now, but I'm realizing that all the ones that have a a, a pretty sizable amount of protein 
I'm talking like one of them had 74 grams of protein in it in a regular like water size water bottle size bottle. Like, damn, that's pretty good. Usually the chocolate ones like uh the the whey protein or soy have like 25, 30. Yeah, that's max. So, so I got another one. This one, this time on purpose, my first chicken protein on purpose, Chris. And that was the blueberry one. And that one was good. I like chicken protein. <laughs> it, but it's not like, so you see stuff in the store like beef protein or vegetable protein. I feel like it's like when you hear chicken protein, my first thought was it's like grounded up chicken like your buddy's Isn't drinking. It? No, I think it's just protein derived from chicken. How would they do that? I'm not a fucking scientist, Kyle. <laughs> I, I I don't know the process. I just know. I think, I, I think they're grinding up chicken, but I don't know. I don't know how else they would do it. I'm I'm not a scientist either. Yeah, but there's like a beef protein that you can get in powder form. Really? Yeah. So that's oh. what I mean. Like, how is it? And it's not refrigerated. That's another thing. These are refrigerated. I don't know about the beef powder. Mm. No, it sounds so gross. But at the same time, if you think of it as protein taken from chicken rather than ground up chicken, because like blueberry chicken. That's not that you picked that on purpose, by the way, you thinking that it was ground up chicken and then saw the flavor blueberry thought. I'll enjoy this. Well, I had the the Thai tea one the day before uh, unwittingly, mm-hmm. and I just knew the taste. That's just like it's hard to describe. It's just very thick, and like I said, kind of chalky texture. And the smell is is maybe the biggest giveaway because after I realized it was chicken, I thought, oh yeah, it's, it's kind of got that that smell like cold chicken when you take it out of the fridge before you've reheated it. And yeah. there's that little twang. It tastes it's 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 it smells like that and the taste is it's got that note in it too. But 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 here's my thing. With the tea, at least you can kind of draw comparisons to chicken soup. You drink the broth, it's chicken broth, chicken stuff. Uh, barely, but I'll go I'll go I'll go with you. Yeah. Bone marrow or the okay. marrow tea, also kind of similar. So chicken and tea, I can see where there's some sort of connection. Maybe. Maybe chicken blueberry. That's a crossover. No one asked for. No, no. Yeah. And and that same bodybuilder guy I was getting him to tell the because he was hanging out with me and Tika. And I, I asked him to specifically, can you tell us about the chicken smoothies? And he did. And he said, yeah, when he's really on the path, he just that's what he does. He boils a bunch of chicken, boils a bunch of vegetables has it in the fridge and then just makes the, and, and that's a, that's a, a couple steps above these protein drinks in the, in the bottles, because whatever I'm drinking, I don't know if it's ground up chicken or not, but they're definitely adding sugar and different additives. So oh, it's yeah. not, it's, no it's not the pure. Yeah. It's not the pure solution that Otto is doing the bodybuilder guy. He, he's just grinding up chicken and vegetables, which is uh that, that sounds difficult, but it is inspiring. And it made me, made me think, You've been going to the gym with them. Are you have you been consistent now that you're in a spot for a little bit? Very. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. And it and it feels good. It, it feels really good. Sometimes I feel a lot stronger than I have in a while, but I feel like I'm living embodiment of the idea that you cannot out train a bad diet. 
because that has not been good. My diet is, it's just eat everything, basically. And you're seeing zero progress from that because even though you're working out consistently, it's like it all gets canceled out because you're just filling with bullshit. I just feel bigger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel, maybe I feel stronger. Maybe, but... Yeah, I just I would just feel fat, and that did. so yeah. Tika and I were we're on the boat last night home because we went to this place uh, called Asia Teak, and it's all outdoor mall with food and snacks, everything you want to eat, of course. And we had dinner, and then we bought ice cream and a mango smoothie, and then she wanted to buy these like uh, crepes outside with Nutella and banana on it, mm. and we ate all these things. And I'm just like, I think I'm gonna throw up. I think I'm just gonna worth it though. That's yeah, my problem too. It kinda... It's not that's that's our problem. We will get to those places and not just have a little treat. It's like, hey, I'm mm. here. I'm gonna maximize my pleasure levels here. Well, I guess that's why. Um, yeah, that's that's a good. This kind of reminded me of the idea because Otto's describing this chicken smoothie thing, his real deal chicken smoothie. And we're both like, ew, why would you do that? And, and he's saying, well, first of all, it's amazingly healthy. And second of all, it makes your your real meals when you do decide to eat at a restaurant or whatever, it's going to make it that much better. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's what's missing right now from from our circus of gluttony is – it's not special anymore because we're just eating what we want all the time. I'm sure you have the same experience, right? Like you're on a oh, diet yeah. right now. So you're dreaming about bread. I literally had a dream about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the, the first time you slip up or whatever, eat what, whatever you want, you're going to get maximum pleasure. Mm. Whereas I'm actually depriving myself of that maximum pleasure because I'm not depriving myself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the sensitivity yeah. is gone because we're just eating whatever we want. And I feel like the further you dip into this circus you call a diet, your yeah. words, not mine, um, it's going to be even worse when you start eating healthier. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, yeah. man, I fucking miss that. Like, you get addicted to those saturated fats, that bullshit. Like, you need it. The sugars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, our our tolerance for, for that stuff is pretty high right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're pro- yeah you crave it. I'm so much looking forward to eating my first like pasta dish or something with rice. And I'm going to do that for the first time on the cruise. And that is just like the ultimate, like you made it like a month. You lost some weight. Here's a little treat, but I got to get back to it afterwards, but I'm going to absolutely destroy my body on the cruise. When are you leaving? The 21st. Okay. So very soon. Yeah. I'm a little, a little nervous because I got to get on a plane. I don't like planes. Then I'm going to be on a boat in the ocean. That makes me a little nervous too, but I just got to drink enough to make sure I don't get nervous. Is that what you're going to do? On the boat, definitely. Mm. Uh, maybe before I get on the plane, I'll have a beer or two. Well, if we're waiting, if we get there early enough, why not? Did you pay for the extra like unlimited alcohol thing no we sneak ours on we mm. we have a system because it would have been like a thousand extra dollars and is it really yeah, yeah i would have drank myself into a coma trying to make sure i got my money's worth yeah so i'm not 
not doing that. I'll sneak some on. I'll just pay for drinks as I get them. Have we discussed that on the podcast before sneaking drinks on a cruises? I think so. I don't know. This is like episode 80. So we've, we've discussed a lot of stuff, but I'm sure we can. What's, what, what's your method? We have a whole wine bottle method. What's that? Wine bottle. You put like a dime or a penny and then something long and straight, like the shape of a pen would work. And then you hammer the cork into the bottle. You dump out all the wine, the corks in the bottle. You put a bag up to the hole of the bottle. You blow into it and then you can pull the cork out. You fill it with whatever alcohol you want. Put some coloring in it so it looks like wine. Put the cork back in. Boom. Because you're allowed two bottles of wine per room. So, hmm. It's not bad. Sounds a little difficult. And also it's a little bit limited. Yeah, we also have like bags we're going to put in like there's like cruise traveler bags that they find it whatever then we also have like uh fake shampoo bottles or like face lotion bottles that we're oh so to... you're really going after it okay <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. sure are. the bags you're talking about those are designed to smuggle alcohol right yes yes yeah i guess that's, that's, that's what i used that's and they worked they worked no problem a charm okay because we're going to use that this time too yeah, think, my favorite think... part about that. Mine, I'll give a free advertisement to this company because they were great. It was uh, called Rum Runners Flasks, I believe. Um, and they basically, they're just like plastic bags. They look like almost at the hospital when you've got the yeah ca- the catheter bags. That's what they look like. I'll take and, you back uh, a little bit. If you go get like a, a box of Franzia and you take it out of the box. Yeah, 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 bag. Right. yeah. That's right. it. Yeah, and they had three, a few different sizes. And anyway, you just put them on your body, and the I think the idea is the the X rays can't pick them up, and they just go you through. T- you tape them to your body. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you just put it in the bag. You put it in your luggage. Uh, maybe I did both. Uh, well, the thing was, and this this is why <laughs> I love they had it taped to your body like a suicide this, this bomber. This is why dude. though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. Regardless of what method you use to bring in, you're limited by the amount of luggage you got. So yeah. you might run out, man. And and how do you how do you re up? Well, you use those island stoppages. I'm sure you're gonna stop for excursions, right, Chris? Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's your chance. That's your chance to get more cheap alcohol. So, um, that's what I would do. I would uh, bring those with me as we got off the boat. Go to some liquor store or whatever. Buy a bottle of rum. And I I'll, I remember being with my family and I, I had a bottle of alcohol. I broke it open. I was pouring it into these flasks and, and, and they're just looking at me like you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. And, but really what they were was afraid. They were like, don't do this. This is, this is a bad idea. You're going to get caught. And I remember going through that uh, metal detector and all that. I was pretty scared. Like oh, I could get caught right now, Yeah, but I didn't. And then as soon as we were back on the boat and I had a bunch of alcohol, then they were saying, oh, can you do that for me, too? Like all of a sudden their their tone shifted entirely. Oh, yeah, because they have those detectors when you're getting back on the boat. Mm-hmm. So you wore them because you need to have the did you have them on your body when you first went on the ship? Were they I might not to have done person? that. I might, I might be, I might, my memories might be wrong. I might've been doing it in totally in the bag now that I'm thinking of it. Cause I just remember I had this Nike bag with me and maybe I wrapped them in a shirt or something like that. And probably the same in my luggage in the first place. So it was probably not on my person. 
I could have been. I'm going to keep thinking that you tape them to your body because that's way funnier. Yeah. You just with bags of alcohol taped around your body like you're smuggling drugs. So you really technically were drug smuggling. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if you ever question if it's worth it or not, just look at the goddamn prices of the boat because that's that's where they get you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The booze prices are nuts. But there usually is like I went to a bar and the beer prices seemed normal. And I was like, oh, I'll just do this. Yeah, this is good. We went on a two week cruise once and we ran out of booze on like the fourth day. So then what? Racked up a bill. That's what. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Well, you have to do what you got to do. It's it's a cruise. Yeah, you got to You got to re up on those islands. You got to figure out a plan. Yeah. Now that I know the plan, I'll make sure I bring a bag on the island, fill up the booze. We're good to go. I think we're only stopping at three. Three. Man, I remember um, I love the rhythm of the cruise, too. The rhythm of the day because you got the dinner and then maybe you go to the comedy show and then you're just on the prowl. You're just doing what you want. You got the disco. You got the, the piano jazz bar. The casino. The casino. Oh, yeah. man. I'm good. And, and you just go where you want. You see the scene. You stick around. You leave. You do. Yeah, it's it's nice. And you're just on the water. Mm-hmm. Like nothing like. See, like I would love to take an edible on a cruise ship just because I feel like it would be like so relaxing, like I'm on the water. But at the same time, I would probably have a fucking panic attack. They'd have to airlift me out of there. I can't do an edible on a cruise ship. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. But I wish I could. And then they got that seating everywhere on the outside of the boat. Like they usually have the the top deck. It's got some really comfy chairs. Oh, yeah. And they got the regular lounge chairs. You can watch a movie on the top of the ship. Man. Dude, the last time I was on, I watched a Patriots playoff game. Really? Yeah, I was on and I was so pumped and talking so much shit because I had too much to drink. I had one person cheer against the Patriots and then I let them fucking have it hmm. from a deck above so there was no altercation it was just chirping but sure sure yeah had, had you heard that a lot of old people commit suicide on cruises i think i have heard that and i've also heard of stories not related to suicide but more happy people like old people that just spend their retirement on cruises they just go from cruise ship to cruise ship and just live on the cruise ship my grandma basically for a while that's the best she did tons of them. What an she idea. Didn't, she didn't stay on them exactly. She went back to her house sometimes, but she she must have done, I don't know, over 100. That's wild. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but old people committing suicide on cruise ships. Go into that a little bit. You read an article recently? Uh, I don't think. Uh, it might have been one of, just kind of hearsay, just kind of passing from somebody else. I'm going to Google it see. Um, but yeah, they just throw themselves overboard. I think <laughs> it seems like a pretty easy way to go, but also a tough way. Like no one wants yeah. to drown. Drowning seems tough. And imagine if you're like, no, I changed my mind and you swim up to the surface and you're good. Yeah. You're fucked too, because it's so loud and the boat's moving fast. They're not gonna. Oh, the cruise ship suicides. Uh, this seems to be a, something different. 
Well, let's just say it happens sometimes because it definitely happens sometimes. I don't know how common it is, though. Yeah. I'm going to get so fat, fatter, but definitely I've got the right mindset. I'm ready to rebound, come back strong. So you said you might have a relationship advice, little tidbit. We haven't been doing this as much. We did one last episode, I believe, maybe. Did we? I don't know. There was one thrown in the last couple episodes, but overall, we really haven't been doing them much. So Mm. let's hop in. All right, let's see what we got here. Husband is becoming more religious, and I'm not at his same pace. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, it's very long, as as many of them are, so I'm going to skip around a little bit, and I, ho- I hope I retain the tone. Yeah, Spark notes it. Okay. This has to do with religion. Please respect the choices my husband and I make with our religious beliefs. Uh, we follow the same religion. I wouldn't say we're overly religious, but we do what's required of us. We're average. Recently, my husband has been investing more time in learning about the religion and its history, etc. I, on the other hand, am okay with where I'm at. I'm grateful that my husband is willing to learn more. Um, my issue is that he's pushing a lot of it on me. Every conversation we have is about religion. I begin to feel guilty because I want to become a better person. I want to be able to do more, but I need to do it at my own pace. I can't have everything in my life revolve around religion. I wake up and he pulls out a religious video. Before I go to sleep, he told me something new that he learned. While he's at work, he's sending me videos about things to read or videos. If I'm feeling depressed or have anxiety, it turns into religion. I'm exhausted. I just want to have normal conversations. And when I tell him this, he says that he simply wants to lead me to the right path. And he's doing this out of love. He refuses to watch someone that he cares about not practice enough. But I literally don't see anything wrong with what I do. I simply do what's required, nothing more. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, she kind of just repeats herself over and over. So here's the too long didn't read. My husband is devoting more time to learn about religion and is trying to become better. He pushes a lot of it on me. I'm not at his pace and I'm tired of everything always having to be about religion. Yeah, so I've kind of seen this. In my personal life with someone I know, I asked, like, because there was a marriage that they kind of split and it's came so far out of left field. And I said, what's going on? And they said, you know, they're just at a different place with God than I am at the moment. What did you what did you say to that or what did you think? But you didn't say I was just like. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's, yeah. what I, that's what I was saying, like. Oh, you get so deeply in, involved and obsessed. Like me and like I know you said you were finding God last episode. I'm agnostic. I don't really believe in anything. So when you hear something like that, it's like you're devoting that much time and energy that you're sacrificing personal relationships. That's where I think it becomes kind of a problem. Which one of them broke it off? The the Jesus lover or the one that didn't? I think the Jesus lover. Which is kind of crazy because he doesn't like when you divorce. That's an interesting point, isn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know. A little strange. It. I feel like your worldview kind of shifts. Like it's the same as if someone were to get like super into politics five years into a marriage, and all of a sudden they're like 
super Trumpers or super Democrats, like just very radical. That changes everything. And all of a sudden your views don't really match up as well as they used to. It's tough. Um, One thing I think I talked about a little bit last episode was that people uh, confuse religion and God a lot. So whichever religion you're in or if you're not, the religion itself, the framework should not become God. And that happens sometimes. Like that's what's happening when you say, well, you're not supposed to get divorced or you're not supposed to do anything. That's what the religions decide God's saying. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it does seem to be kind of an impasse if if someone becomes super, super religious and you're not and and they insist on it being the focal point of their lives. What do you do about that? I'm not sure. Uh, I think the best thing you can do is kind of just bring it up and be honest and say, hey, listen. I really respect what you're doing, but I don't think it needs to be our entire life. And that's kind of what it became. So let's kind of find a a balance with what we're talking about. It doesn't always have to be like that. But the problem is with the super, super religious nuts. Good luck. You're not talking them out of that. Like that is their life now. They don't have many other interests because they're spending all their time devoting to whatever they're praying to. But nor should they, if you if you see it from their perspective, because if their perspective is, if you die, you're going to hell, and I love you. So, how can we watch the game or, or go to a concert or something when your soul is at risk, and I'm not saving you? So, if you view it through, through that lens, it's kind of understandable. Oh Very yeah, annoying. yeah, of course, but that's the point they're at then divorce you can't that's too much because then you have to play this whole game put on this facade your hair looks so red right now sorry does it yeah it's looked super red this whole episode you look like a ginger oh there you go it's on youtube watch on youtube see my red hair yep all right um but yeah i feel like you like your lives are just different you have to just cut it off because it's never going to work out unless he regresses in his faith or you decide to make that leap. Because that's not going to stop. Like you said, he genuinely believes that. He genuinely thinks he's doing what's best for you and him. It's not a... like You can't be mad at them for it because that's what they believe. I feel like a lot of people would actually get mad at people for that. But you need to have that sort of understanding. Yeah. There's also a lack of social awareness or something that people definitely have when they're pushing their religion on other people. Oh, yeah. Because I think you should be able to tell pretty quickly if someone's convertible or not. And if they're not, and you're just spending all your time trying to convert them, well, you're not really helping either of you. And it's uh, it's kind of pathetic. In my view, it's super annoying. Yeah. Unbelievably annoying. Take this pamphlet. I really don't want the fucking pamphlet, dude. 
I don't know. I'll just never be able to understand it because I'm so the opposite when it comes to social cues and things like that. I'm always insecure that people are not listening to me. So if I started going off about God and someone's eyes glazed over or they kind of look the other way, I'd just be like, well, they're not listening to me. So why would I continue? But when people go on those rants and stuff, they, they just don't have any of that concern. They just think I'm right. I'm going to keep talking. And I don't know. I, I I could never do that. If if It's because they have faith in the power of Jesus Christ or their Lord and Savior that they will be able to convert you. With the power of God, you can do anything. I am a bit jealous of that. I wish I had some of that certainty. Yeah. Yeah. And just more, like you said, certainty. You just have the answers. Like, oh, if I do this, I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing this. I follow these guidelines. What I'm doing is correct. Mm. We're the guys that, you know, we probably have, you know, honestly, similar guidelines. Like those guidelines, a lot of the religions follow. They're good guidelines. It's just saying, don't be a shitty person. A lot of them. And that's good. Don't be a shitty person. So we probably have a lot of things that line up with what they say, but there's also like that black and white. You don't know. I mean, am I making the right choice? You know? I don't know. But having that like go to like, oh, God spoke to me. He said this was cool. He said, I (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I probably did pick this one, too, because of what we were talking about last episode. Probably yeah. some part of me. And it's I got to tell you, it's it's almost entirely gone now. That whole thought of maybe there being a God has faded for you. I don't know. I still have the memory and I still believe it. I still remember what it felt like in a way. But it's just it's kind of what I was describing. You're, you're either closer to it or you're farther away from it. And now I'm sufficiently far away from it. It's been a week since I felt it. And it's uh, yeah, it's kind of in the rearview mirror. It's weird. So maybe you just need to consistently start doing mushrooms. And then we'll see. Probably. Once a week, probably. Yeah, and I don't know. Since it's been recent, I... It's still it's still there in my mind, and I still kind of remember. There's just the basic idea that that guy in the island said too. It's like you're either you're either turning towards the light or you're turning away from it, and turning away from it would be following your desires, kind of doing what you know is wrong, being a shitty person, like you said. Kind of keep that in mind. And then whenever my thoughts get pretty dark, I think, no, no, turn back towards the light. Whatever that means. I don't even really know what it means, but. Well, uh, light equals good or right choice. The right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you haven't been doing that with your diet, like you said. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm in the shadows. (laughs) You're you're deep in the depths of hell right now. (laughs) Yeah. You got got this fire and brimstone around me. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. The people around you are actually demons that keep walking in and out of frame. Yeah. Oh, are there more? No, there was a couple, but uh, it's a mm-hmm. it's a welcome little distraction. I like to. I'm a people watcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if I go to an event, sporting event, concert, I just like seeing the people around me, seeing what they're doing. Remember, that's the thing about cruises too. You start to see the same people. Yeah. Everywhere, because all there's the, only all the old people that like to chop it up. They all make friends with each other and like, oh, I'll see you next cruise line. Like, yeah. they, like make plans to go on cruises together. Yeah. 
like Michelle's family and like we're like, oh, remember we went to Aruba? We saw them every year for like 15 years. And it's like, Jesus Christ. They just have... Did you ever make a cruise friend? No, no cruise friends. No. I went on one late in life. So no cruise friends. I was at the point where I was bitter and still am. So no cruise friends. I probably should have lost my virginity on a cruise. Take us through it. What happened? You, you dropped the ball? I think so. It's it's one of those kind of forgivable things that happens when you're a young man and you don't know what you're doing, but yeah. I, th- I think so. Um, Yeah, I just started kind of deciding that I should try to meet girls. What, 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 what year was this? I don't even know when it was. Maybe it was still high school. But um, there was a young lady who was always eating by herself and reading a book. And she's she's beautiful. And one time I, I walked by and, and I looked at the book she was reading. And I maybe I had read it myself or maybe I just asked her what she was reading. But we struck up a conversation, Chris. We really did. Mm-hmm. And I think, if I remember correctly, my family was kind of in in the same area. So I was very self-conscious. I didn't want them seeing me. Oh, yeah. Doing what I was doing. And I think I just asked her, like, oh, do you want to hang out later? We can sit outside or something. And she said, yeah. And we did. I think that night, it was it was a starry night, Chris. It was clear. And you as a sky. young boy, that must have been so exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Way yeah. more exciting than anything going on. Yeah. In the cruise. Yeah. yeah. You get to so hang exciting. out with a girl that might like you. Yeah. 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 So we did. We met outside on the deck and there was one of those big circular chairs so we could both sit in the same one. Mm. Everything's going right to this point. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I wish I remember the details. I'm not the type of person that's going to make them up. Um, We kissed. At some point we kissed. Wow. We did kiss. And then here's the part. Here's the it is magical. Here's the part that I uh that, that kind of starts the twangs of regret. I swear she said out of nowhere. She just kind of said, like, I'm an impulsive type of person. When something feels right, I just go with it. She said something like that. And, and you I said was, something that was not not gonna take you to the next step. I already know. I said something like, Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Dude, I would do that same stuff too. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you're impulsive? Yeah, not me. I'm gonna go yeah. get some food. That kind of that that characterized so many of my early interactions with women. I, I don't know if I just wasn't ready to do it or I was scared or what, but there was you just there didn't want to say a... the wrong thing. The consequences of saying the wrong thing were so big in our head. Or just even going through with it and maybe maybe I just wasn't ready. I don't know. I remember being in college too. This one girl who I'd met at work and we messed around a few times and she definitely wanted to have sex. I was in her bed. We were making out or whatever. And then I guess I felt uncomfortable and I was like, oh, well, we should stop now. Why was I saying that? We didn't have any parents home. There was no like I just I just had this idea that oh sex is bad we shouldn't do that something and I had a similar situation in high school yeah. girl what over happened? messing around and then she looked at me and said you're killing me right now 
because I wouldn't make a move to go further. Mm. And then I was just like, Haha. and then we, <laughs> yeah. and then we moved on. And then I was yeah. like, oh yeah, let's get going. Yeah, I had it there. So, well, what do you? How do you describe? Like, how do you explain that? What was that? There's no explanation. I think it was just a yeah. nervousness thing. Like, I am not prepared. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Just fear. Yeah, and so much like I don't want to disappoint. I wasn't prepared to disappoint someone yeah. today. Like, I can't. Yeah. So it was brutal. Yeah, and you get those. I cringe when I think of it. Like, literally in the palm of my hand, and I just. Yeah, and girls aren't too forgiving of those. No, I never, never had the opportunity again. Yeah. Well, I did. I did have the opportunity. This is actually an embarrassing story. That same girl girl, or the same one? Oh, same same, one. Same girl hit me up like years later and was like, she was wasted. She was like, you got to (laughs) come to Newport and we got to do the horizontal mambo. Yep. Drove to Newport. By the time I got there, she had passed out, fell asleep. So I drove to Newport half hour from my my house. I was like, hey, I'm here. Didn't get it. Any answer. And I was like, you gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me. Drove home and then disappointed. Oh. Yep. Yep. And then that was it. Did you talk to her after that? I was so heated. I wouldn't let it happen. It was just kind of like talk a, to her. A, probably a sarcastic remark the next day, and then that was it. Oh. That sucks. But that was like even though like no one knew until right now now everyone i know knows um <laughs> it's like so embarrassing <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't laugh and shake your head well it's understandable and it the yeah. the one the saving grace of that story is that you did nothing wrong i got booty it's called just, i answered she the just fall asleep and then she yeah. hung up yeah <laughs> yeah, and then yeah I that's, that's not your these fault pictures in my head like she did this on purpose to fuck with me am i a loser am i getting made fun of Am I getting made right now? Mm, oh, yeah. I could see all that. Yeah. Yep. So then I was spiraling I down there. That. But I'm pretty confident that wasn't the case. Oh, so you don't even know she passed out. She just said that. She was like, yeah, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. 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 Embarrassing. Yeah, sure is. Sure is. We move. Bigger, better things now. Right? We move. We we learn from those. We grow from those. Sure, but isn't there still a party that just says, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, it's just like, hey, fuck, first of all, fuck you. Mm. At least in my, my situation, I didn't do anything wrong. You you dropped the ball. You mishandled I'm sure she situation. feels terrible about it. I'm sure she <laughs> She's probably thinking, I can't believe that guy didn't want to. Is it because he didn't find me attractive? But she yeah. has mental issues now because of it. She's like, what? I was just there for a smooch. Nothing else. That's all I was good mm-hmm. enough for. You ruined that woman. Ah, man, these poor girls. Yeah. We're such jerks. No, no, she was a jerk in my situation. You're a jerk in your situation. I want that to be clear. I love how there's such a fine line, too, especially especially nowadays, where if you don't have explicit consent, then you're a rapist. Mm. And if you don't have the balls to make a move, you're a pussy. So there's this golden area about one inch thick that you gotta you gotta occupy. 
it's not the only thing one inch thick in that situation yeah, for me either. I set you know? myself up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I I made it a cell phone. I said, yeah, me, not you, but probably you as well. Um, yeah, if I was still single in the dating world, I would have like written consent forms like they do with like, can we check your credit score when you're getting a loan? You sure you want to do this? Great. You need it. Have it in writing. You need it. We're good to go. You can't be too it's safe. Important. You can't be too yeah. safe. Leonardo DiCaprio has NDAs he hands out to every single girl he sleeps with. Really? Yeah, he has non-disclosure agreements. He has them <laughs> drafted up. He gives them to every girl he sleeps with. That's awesome. And none of them are over the age of 27. He's like late 50s. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what you get to do when you're a multimillionaire stud. Is that legally uh, binding? Yeah, sure is. Really? Yeah. What are you thinking I, about? I see you drifting off into space. What, what's going on in there? No, I just remember contract law a little bit because I took one class of business law, and I remember so you're a, a professional. couple. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember a couple of the basics, and one thing is, oh no, NDA is probably different. Yeah. Well, I was going to say there has to be consideration on both sides. So you're getting one thing and they have to get something. If if, if both parties aren't getting something, it's not a valid contract. But I, I guess an NDA is different. Yeah, it makes sense. Because mm. if it's not, you know, with the contract, like you said, there's something being exchanged. If not, then it just becomes a donation. Mm. We're fucking legal experts, too. Oh, yeah. We do Come it all us with everything. Yeah. Mental health, you got legal problems, I'll tell you what's the deal. Look at it. I got a hair on my mic. I can't get it off. So are we gonna do this again before you leave? Um, that's up to you. Do you wanna have a guest or do you wanna do this again before I leave? Well, even if we do do it again before you leave, is that enough or do we have to do two of them? Hmm. No, it should be enough. When do you get back? Don't know. I'll definitely be back though. So I leave the twenty first. We'll have that one recorded. The twenty fifth. Yeah, I'll be back for. Yeah, we'll be good. Maybe I could get Nick. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, you you have his WhatsApp. Just text him. Yeah, I'll 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 ask him in the next couple of days. Um. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, I'm sleepy. I know it's going a little short tonight, um, but we'll be back better than ever. I'm in vacation mode. Kyle's traveling. He's ready to come home. We're going to do one together. We're both going to be in this room here. Yeah. That'd be lovely. That's going to be sexy. It will. All right. Awesome. Kyle, I love you. Love you too. Bye. This is life being bound to love.